niggas saw it, some niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching, niggas saw it, now niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching, niggas saw it, now niggas talking. We're recording this big bitch, right? We recording? Oh okay, yeah. yeah! Hey, <laughs> definitely keeping that. We we are on a roll with the intros, niggas. Man, we are man. like we are like four for four. For real, for real, <laughs> four for four, for real, for real. But this is number episode. This is episode number. God damn, twenty nine. Episode number struggling, 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 struggling on his words. I think oh, I man. am too. You know, episode yeah. twenty nine. Yeah. Oh, by far the best intro we've had so far. Yeah. <laughs> of goddamn niggers. I mean, niggers watch. <laughs> Oh, bro! Love yeah. niggas watching. Thanks, thanks for locking back in with us. We back, absolutely. As back. always, did y'all? I hope y'all didn't think that we was gonna be going away for that long. Hell uh, no! We right back, and we absolutely. got more movie shit to talk about, more absolutely. TV shit to talk, about, more Holly weird shit to talk about. Absolutely, a lot of shit. What? What? Uh-huh. Have you watched anything recently that uh, that uh, you been fucking with? You know what? I'm. I meant to bring this up a few weeks ago. I saw Infinity Pool. Oh, okay. Know? I almost almost watched that when I watched um, Knock at the Cabin. Yeah, that was a good one. Okay. Yeah, I would. I I I really like that. Um, I like Mia Goth. Like I, it's you know there there are two people right now who I kind of have my eyes on in terms of being those those uh, it girls so to speak in the horror okay. genre. Um, because they can act outside of horror, but in the horror, it seems like all right. That's where y'all really are getting off. Yeah, that's Mia Goth and Jenna Ortega. Mm. They just kind of have that. They okay. have the aesthetic. They have the obviously the the credentials because Mia Goth with X with Pearl with Maxine on the way now with Infinity Pool other shit she's worked on. Jenna Ortega. Wednesday Adams, yes. Scream twenty twenty two. She's gonna be in Scream the next Scream that's out in March. Um, on top of she was an ex too. Oh wow, yeah. Oh, okay. she had a she she wasn't an ex as long as some of the other ones was an ex, mm. but she is an ex. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, but those two right now, man, they they really got the like the in terms of being like those new horror it girls. They've been like leading the pack, okay, for sure. I mean, there are always still, you got your legends, you got other people who can can go in between, you know, horror and thriller and drama and not like Lupita. She can go mm-hmm. and do all of that. She can do everything. Um, I just wanted to, another chance to just bring up Lupita Nyong'o, of course. So any chance you can, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, don't never need a chance. I mean, never really need a, a, a reason. But I'm gonna bring up, yeah. Um, but um, yeah. Infinity Pool. I did get a chance to see that a few weeks ago, and I liked it, man. I like Skarsgård, um, Alexander Skarsgård. Because okay, let me be clear. Yeah, let's it's say a it's, a, it's a few of them. Um, um, but uh, if you've watched Big Little Lies, and what else has he been in? I know he was that in was Atlanta. Like one of his, he was in Atlanta. Yeah, that's right. Um, but Big Little Lies was like one of those one of the the like what most people I guess would probably remember him from the yeah. first season. He was also in a really good movie with Michael Pena. Mm. I forgot the name of the movie. I think it's on Amazon, but it was actually a pretty funny movie. Okay, he was he was great in 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 Infinity Pool. Um, I believe it. He's um, great. 
overall pretty good film though. Um, what okay. did I what did I rate it on Letterboxd? Yeah. I gave it a four. Oh wow! Yeah, I gave it a four. Also, really shot really well too. Um, okay. That which always plays a part in how you rate a how you rate a film. Oh, absolutely. There's um, there's definitely movies that um if it wasn't shot as well as it probably was, it didn't have as good it, cinematography. Mm-hmm. I'd be like it's like a one mm-hmm. out of five. Ex- uh, they end up being like a three and sometimes even higher than that out of five. Ex- exactly. Um, but Infinity Pool had a chance to check that one out. I saw it early. I think it was like the week before its worldwide release. And um, uh, yeah, man, that was like something I meant to bring up a few weeks ago. But shit slipped my mind. We started talking about other shit. We was locked in on M Night for a little bit. Oh, bro, it, so, happens. it, it happens. happens. It happens. It happens. You know what? What about you? What you? What you? Um, um, shows or or movies or both. What you? What you? What have you watched recently, bro? Come on now. You know what I mean. Come still on now. Talk in. to us. Still locked in a snowfall. You still locked in the Franklin Saint. The the, the Franklin origin story. Saint. Um, season four. Season four, huh? Okay. Season four now. So okay. Um, well, we're, how we how we feeling about after this rewatch or during this? Rewatch? So after I this might be the first time I rewatched season four. Oh, okay. The other seasons I've re, like the first three seasons I rewatched. No less than three or four times. Because I think I have four. Is and I think four is my favorite. Yeah, one? four was your number one. It was like four, three. I think two, one, and two, five. One and and five. I think I was like four. I mean, I was three, two, one, four. But actually, I think four is probably second for me now. Yeah, four you was watching? tough. Four, four was a good season, and especially okay no, going into it knowing like okay, the season was supposed to be a little bit different. I like that. I liked how they just kind of made every episode of Franklin just getting progressively worse. Yeah, they did. And that stretch, like the whole last half of that season, that's probably like the best stretch of episodes that they had the whole series, bro. They kind of killed it. Like season three was very, like very consistent. I feel like that stretch of episodes that they had um, in season four, the last four was like almost stretched out for season mm-hmm. three. That's what made it so good. But those last few episodes, like five, four or five episodes of season four, mm-hmm. oh my God, bro. Just, just amazing storytelling amazing and like franklin is has fucking he broke bad he's, oh yeah he's, yeah <laughs> it was it was and you know interestingly that was like the first episode he broke bad it was oh, he, him yeah, he broke bad for a while progressive progressively worse progressively worse progressively worse and i i liked how they ended it with after he was like you know i want to sell a few you know uh be a wholesaler you know what i mean just mm-hmm. to a few few of my few of my uh few big clients yeah. like that and just make everybody rich and then when he gets to the end and like Jerome's like, okay, well, we want to be part of that. And then Leon's like, you know, I don't even want to be part of this whole business no more. You should just like let them do them type shit. And instead of being like, you know what, y'all my family, I'm gonna let y'all rock. You right. This mm-hmm. nigga lean into Leon and he's like, I'm gonna get all y'all motherfuckers straight. And we're going to be one big happy family. Yeah, yeah. Like, where you going, nigga? Yeah, like, You're not going no goddamn <laughs> where. You're not going nowhere, sir. Uh... Yeah, I, I thought it was great, and you know, even the whole Alton thing, him like you know talking to the, to the um to the reporter, like the the way that kind of came about was like good. It was organic. It made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like rewatching the season, I'm like this this. I they should have ended on season five. Well, like, rewatching season four, I'm like they they shouldn't have have made season five, you know, what it was, so they can make it to season six. Like they should have just right. ended it. On season five. On season five, because I they, know six wasn't your wasn't your. Well, hold on, six hasn't started yet, but yeah, five you, wasn't my favorite. Five, yeah, five, five wasn't, wasn't my favorite. favorite. And you know, I'm gonna rewatch it, so that may change. But um, I don't know how much it'll change after seeing season three and season four. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, nah, season season four was like when everything just kind of started firing on all cylinders. And I almost want to say, um, so I know I mentioned on a previous couple episodes, 
there was a um there's a version of this season that you know we almost kind of got um but I think the version that we ended up getting is probably just we probably I I like it because mm-hmm. you know originally it was supposed to be like a whole gang war throughout the season right, but I right, think right. by the time you kind of because they filmed the first two episodes before covid and then after the uh from the third episode onwards I think is um when they started shooting again after covid mm-hmm. uh, which is why I, the third episode is kind of weird cuz like a lot of little random shit happens like the whole gang war damn near and like you know what I mean but I I like that they simplified it to okay now the gangs aren't feuding over rock. Now they're com- now they're uniting against fucking Franklin Saint and you know mostly Leon for a lot of the season, but definitely Franklin Saint by extension. Um, it was like the, it was like they were about to go real complicated after simplifying it in season three, and were forced to simplify it even more. And it just kind of ended up working out in their favor. Uh, but season four is definitely much better than I remember it. Um, yeah, definitely much better than I remember. A very, very strong season. Very um, strong season, man. I love season four. Three and four are just like... It, it's a great back-to-back one-two mm-hmm, punch. Mm-hmm. And, well, uh, so yeah, with the first exactly. three seasons, you know, they people watched them. Third season, definitely a lot of more people watching than the first two. Of course. But then you had that year break when they, you know, kind of had the pandemic and everybody was just locked in a crib and everybody was just watching... One through three. So when they came in for season four, like you could just they came in, got yeah, they came in hot, yeah. Shows, they yeah. you can just tell they felt it. They felt it. Um, a lot of great performances from um, everybody once again. And you know, compared to the third season, I think they took they. It was a lot of really good cinematography and a lot of good like sort of shot selection um, in the show. Um, I agree with you. Yeah, it's like I I, I thoroughly enjoyed season four. It's de- definitely you're right. Like season four being somebody's favorite is. Not mad at that. Yeah, not mad those at two back to back. You're right, man. Like if it, it felt like even with with COVID and you know the, all of these the the rules of how things are being filmed and where you can film and capacity, all of these these rules and restrictions that were put in place during the 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 success or the height of success, because obviously that was the time that the show became more successful. Absolutely, um, this was the time when a lot of shit came more successful. Niggas were yes. at the crib. We had no choice but to make yes. your show successful. Um, but anywho, uh, with with Snowfall, man, um, season like the way that these two seasons just kind of it, it just is so seamless, even with all of the stuff that was happening, like yes. in like to even get the seasons that we got, you know, they were still able to find a way to keep these stories like as cohesive as if COVID wasn't happening in the real yeah. world. That was fucking up the yeah. way we were going to tell this story because it was originally going to be told one way, like you said. Yeah. It and wasn't that they, they couldn't go that way, couldn't, you know, really get deeper into it, had to end it early, but it never really felt like it ended early. It felt like it was still, it happened at, at, at a speed that didn't just happen like fast. It was like, damn, yeah. like it just, we talked to them about this for three episodes. And, and then, yeah. So what's interesting, if you, if you rewatch season four, you'll, if you pay close attention, uh, everything from the third episode onwards is like this is almost very clearly shot during the pandemic. Everything mm. in the first couple episodes, you're like, okay, maybe, maybe not. And even like the what the show seems like it's about to be about in the first two episodes versus like where where it kind of pivots to in the third one and onwards, you're like, okay, yeah, I could see, I I could see how the pandemic affected you. And like mm-hmm. like we were both saying, like they 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 took the ball and ran with that. Yeah, motherfucker. they did. They took the ball sure and ran with that motherfucker. Like, yes, sir. <sighs> great show, though. Great show. You you should definitely rewatch season four, bro. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think once once it's all said and done, 
I'm going to rewatch the entire series like I did with, like I've done with Breaking Bad how many times. Um, going to do an Insecure rewatch very soon. That's on my, probably on my list of, of summary watches. It's probably one of my summary watches. I'm going to watch Insecure from start to finish. Um, but Snowfall is there. Snowfall will be over by summer. Yes, so, it will. <laughs> yes, it will. Probably have back to back. But hey, summer. Ain't that like a, a good time that the studios release films? They release a lot of big shit in the summer, release right? Release a lot of big shit. We talked about some some that's coming We've out. We talked I, about some shit, huh? Yeah, yeah. I've I've even read a couple things about magazine dreams. That, that shit's and about I, to I was be. hoping that you did because that's re- I really would rather just talk about that if we can. Yeah. Like we got movies like uh, fucking Cocaine Bear that's due out I'm very soon. For that. I'm really excited for that. I believe it comes out um, after this episode's out. Yeah. yeah. Um. Fucking. Ant Man ain't ain't like I, I'm I'm look I already said Jonathan Majors is, is um I already got my ticket locked in for that I can't wait for that like um but just uh Jonathan Majors I mean Scream and fucking Creed and and goddamn uh, Shazam there's mm-hmm. so many goddamn films that are that are about to to hit the market you know yeah they about to hit the streets March is stacked yeah but summertime man. You know, that's usually like a time when 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 films really, really like uh, uh, they really are expecting, I guess, like people to be at the theaters. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, um, Magazine Dreams. Yeah. It doesn't have a release date yet. Do I have a release date? Well, shit. Um, Goddamn. I guess we can't really talk about Magazine Dreams. You got anything on it, though? I, I mean, so they I'd seen people kind of compare it to uh, they said it's almost like a taxi driver type movie or like um Ooh. i heard it's pretty unorthodox yeah in terms un- of even his performance but they are saying like but that's the good thing about the film though. bro yeah they said they said he broke down after a couple of like takes doing some certain scenes um they said he would get like a, a stand uh jonathan majors would get like a standing ovation after some scenes oh man, yeah which i was one like of those. yeah yeah it's, it's, it's apparently it's pretty fucking good well uh, shit um okay no, I'm, 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 looking, I'm always looking forward to that. Anything else that that you that you that you're looking for? Because I got a list here of of highly yeah, anticipated we, we can films. To, we can go to some. You want to go through a few of these? You know, besides the ones that we already mentioned, you know, the Creed Three, Scream, and uh, even Magazine Dreams. Now, um, and Ant Man and the Wasp, and all of these lovely films that are due. We got a lot of other ones here, man. That you know, we've been at the movies uh, a few weeks ago. I pulled a triple feature so i saw a lot of trailers multiple times and i saw a lot of trailers that i hadn't seen yet um one of those being i'm kind of interested in a little bit i don't know if you are 65 this is adam driver i'm like slightly i don't don't know in this one a little bit i don't know about that one man i'm like that might be one i have to catch at the crib i don't know Mm. It, the concept seems cool, but like that, the trailer, that's really the only thing. The trailer didn't sell me, man. So tra- trailer didn't sell you yet. Trailer didn't sell me. Well, other trailers that might have sold you, I don't know. Uh, we got Dungeons and Dragons. How you feel about? Oh that? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm locked in. For you that. locked in for that? I'm one? locked in for that. Shout Chris out to Pine. Chris Pine. Yeah, Chris Pine. Love Chris Pine. Shout out uh, Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, in shout it. out Michelle Rodriguez. Um, I mean, fucking Hugh Grant's in it. I was gonna say yeah, Hugh Grant's in it. Um, it's. it's it got some people in this it cast, right? Yeah, got a cast. Um, the Mario movie, I'm not super duper excited about that because it's just Chris Pratt playing him whenever he was in the Lego movie. Now he's fucking yeah, Mario. Now he got a new New York accent. Yeah, what? Yeah, like, I don't know about all that. Um, uh, Bo is afraid, which that is um, that's the Joaquin Phoenix. That's movie. Joaquin Phoenix. I like the original title of that film. I'm still not super sold on 
on this title, but you got the Evil Dead Rise. You know, you got Fast X. You going to see that? Of course. Yeah, I guess whatever. <laughs> the Little Mermaid, though, that's due bro. out. It's due out this year. It's that's going, bro. That's going to go crazy. Um, who else is it? You got Halle Bailey. She obviously is Ariel, but some other names in here: David Diggs, Melissa McCarthy, yes. Aquafina, oh, um, Javier Bardem. Okay, okay, black um, uh, back locked in. And uh, of course, one of the ones that you've talked about already, because you do have a new appreciation for the first one, but the second one, Across the Spider Verse. Yes, yes, I I'm actually super. It, uh, words cannot explain how excited mm-hmm. I am for that movie. That 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 to me might end up being. These are uh, some. Video. These are. I think these are pro- all. All of these releases are supposed to be summer releases. That's yeah, un- into the across the Spider Verse is definitely a summer. It's release. June, right? Yeah, it was originally supposed to come out. Uh, they had two dates last year and they mm-hmm. pushed it. Um, and we're also getting another Transformers this year too. I'm excited for that. Yeah, yeah. Indiana Jones. You know that's that's that's. Oh, our boy is about to be back on top of the box office come July fourteenth. That's Mission Tom Impossible Cruise. Yeah, Mission Impossible. Yep. Yes, sir. He's right back. Run on it top. up. But he, I don't know how long because Chris Nolan's out right after that. Oppenheimer, yeah, which we talked about briefly mm-hmm. last episode. Um, I, I'm excited for that. You know what's funny though? This is the first Chris Nolan movie in a while. It's similar to Dunkirk, where like I see the trailer and it's like, okay, it's a Chris Nolan movie, but I'm like, I wonder what he's gonna do next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm always interested to see how he's gonna just tell this story that you're like, okay, how did you even what? Huh? Yeah, what? yeah. Since we're on the topic of Chris Nolan, let's talk about it. Just really briefly here, um, I just want to take you all out there in listener land back to 2020. Woof. You know, you remember that. I do remember that. We had the 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 at that time, which was a luxury. <laughs> After drive thirty minutes out the city, of driving our black asses to Orange County to see Tenet in twenty twenty. Now, had my co-host here taken my advice, we would have seen Tenet in IMAX during the a lot pandemic. of people's advice that I should have took on that one. But I didn't know niggas wanted to drive an hour out. I thought you know, thirty was max. But you know, in I retrospect, we'd in retrospect, already driven to Orange County. I was yeah, like, well, in retrospect, what's another thirty minutes? What's another fifteen, twenty minutes? I don't even think yeah. it was. Yeah, I don't, yeah, even, I don't think even think it was, it was 30. thirty. Yeah. Um. But twenty twenty, we got to see Tenet. Now twenty twenty three, we'll get a chance to see Oppenheimer. Which you 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 think Nolan is going to give us something that? Because some people have mixed. People feel uh, it's different ways. Mixed reviews with Tenet. I love Tenet. You love Tenet. I love Tenet. Love the, the score of Tenet. We both we're both on the, on yeah. the same page with Tenet. Yes. Uh, not so much outside of you and I. There are a lot of people who either really liked it or they didn't like it a, yeah. at all. Um, and a lot of it has to do with some people feel like they weren't. No, John uh, John John David Washington wasn't his strongest performance. Even though I thought he did. I thought, I thought he was, it, I thought I thought it was great. Right. Yeah, I thought, I thought he was great. great protagonist. And uh, Bobby Pattinson, of course, and everyone else. I just love Tenet. You do too as well. But how do you feel with Oppenheimer? I mean, it's been three years since Tenet. Um, do you think, um, or just what? Yeah, how are you feeling about about Chris Nolan in this film, though? I, I mean, so I love Chris Nolan. You love Chris Nolan. How yeah. are you feeling about this one? I, I think it's going to be a cool movie. I, I, I don't think I'm going to dislike it. I'll probably actually enjoy it a lot. I mean, it looks like it's shot really, really well. Yeah. Um, it's just like I was saying with. I prefer like his kind of more high concept sci-fi or like, you know, 
just movies like that. Like I, I liked Interstellar a lot. I liked his Batman series a lot. I liked um, Inception a lot. Obviously, we talked about Tenet a lot. Oh, yeah, a, lot. Tenet a lot. Like I like mm-hmm. Tenet a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I'm, I, I don't think I'll hate this movie. Of course, the cast on this is pretty crazy. Uh, I mean, you got um, uh, Cillian Murphy, mm-hmm. uh, Josh Peck, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Emily, Downey. yeah, Emily Blunt, Rami Malik. Rami Malik is in it. Uh, Florence Pugh, Pugh mm, I mean, Florence, Miss Flo, Miss Flo, Miss Flo is there. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, the cast is gonna be good. I think it's gonna be a you know decent enough movie. Uh, I'm just once again, I I can't wait to see the next big sci-fi crazy movie he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think that's that's gonna be the one that's gonna blow me away once again. Um, what about you? How are you feeling about it? I'm, I'm feeling I'm I'm feeling great about it. Just like with any Nolan film, I go to see in theaters. Can't wait. Um, how I'll probably end up liking it. I'm I already kind of have a built-in bias. I'm probably gonna find a lot of things, even if the film, you know, so to speak, by most people, by critics, by you, by anyone else, you might be like, eh, it wasn't that good. I might still find every reason to say that it is. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I I'll say I I don't think even though I'm just to to that point because yeah, I do have a slight bias for Chris Nolan films. Inception is still not one of those though. I don't really yeah. You gotta see that in theaters. You gotta see that one in theaters that to me inception that's is really amazing. just what it was yeah um, it was amazing yeah um, um but you know you got you got a other lot a lot of other great releases i think right after that you got well i don't know if it's gonna be great but barbie's right after that but that's the same day they're released on the oh, same day it's the same yeah, day unless right. something something changes its oh, day wow that's right i yeah. thought it was a week apart no nah, it's the same day, day. unless something changes release i don't think either is going to change their release date i don't don't think so either they're who uh Shit, do we let me let me look that up real quick then? Because who who who's distributing these films? Do we know? Well, Universal is distributing uh, Oppenheimer, right? That I know for a fact. Barbie might be a WBD movie. Uh, it could be Warner. It could be Sony. Let's see. I'll pull it up right now. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll Warner. Something I don't know. It's Warner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Warren, yeah, so yeah, so yeah, I don't, I don't think either. Well, that, Barbie's most likely not moving off its release date because that's that's going to cost money, yeah. <laughs> money that I don't think Warner has right now. Uh, and Oppenheimer has no real reason. I, yeah, neither really has. It's they're both summer releases. People people will see both, and it, they don't have the same. Um, they're not targeting the same audience. This is true. <laughs> this is this is very true. This is very true. Yeah. You know, my black ass is gonna go see whatever the fuck. Of course, looks good. yeah. But ultimately, definitely not the same audience. Audiences yeah. they're targeting. Um, so I don't see the reason why they would be changing release dates. That, that'd be um, utterly absurd. But then you got you know the the nun uh, not we well, got the nun too. Who cares? Yeah. Um, Dune Part Two is also due out this year. I'm excited about that. But I know you out there are like didn't y'all talk about anticipated films before we have but we never had a had a chance to talk about it in this capacity because how are you going to ever see these films you're going to go to the movie theater and of see course. them right like in person i plan to amc is going to make that pretty hard for niggas out there. it's going to make it pretty hard for some niggas for some niggas uh if you don't got that amc a list it's going to be hey, a little bit complicated for you amc is making it going to have it very very difficult for niggas just to just rat casually pull up to a movie like oh, i think i'm gonna go see this and yeah. choose a road choose a road that i just normally would choose yeah. that shit is dead it's not happening like that anymore do we know like when this shit is even supposed to be uh, out? they said by the end of the year we'll see if they actually go through with it because it's a lot of um it's a lot of backlash against it um yeah. so so all those movies that we just kind of named is like anticipated films 
Um, a lot of those are kind of banking on just regular people going. They don't, mm-hmm. like I said, with Oppenheimer and Barbie, like those don't have the same, um, they're not trying to target the same audience. Granted, like me, you, and like, you know, a few other people probably listen to the show, probably go see both those films. In terms of where they're going to make a bulk of their money, it's going to be from people that, like word of mouth or mm-hmm. people watching the trailers during like, say, maybe Super Bowl or something. Um, and then being like, okay, I want to go see this movie. If you got to pay an extra five ten dollars just to get a good seat you might not go see it you might not go see it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or you or you may not be seeing it amc yeah or alternatively you know if you plan to go see it you're fine sitting up in the front and all those seats are fucking taken and it's just nothing but the expensive seats left you're going all right well just wait till i get to the crib and watch it Mm -hmm. uh which you know it's very unfortunate because like something like say dungeons and dragons which i don't think will be affected by whatever this thing is something like that kind of needs you know like it kind of needs just regular people just randomly walking into the theater and watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. It's it's not like a Fast X or like any of the Marvel movies that are coming, or even like Oppenheimer or Barbie, where mm-hmm. you kind of have this built-in either IP or a uh, built-in box office uh, director name you can kind of put on it. Uh, so yeah, they they gotta. I don't know. They 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 might have to get. They might. They might have to push the kibosh on this. Um, I mean, it, it they they've they've technically already rolled started rolling it out in you know in in, in select locations in Kansas City, yes, um, New York, and Chicago. It's like you just mentioned. It'll it's supposed to depending on how it's doing in those locations. Um, it should be at all domestic AMC's by the end of this calendar year. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think to your point, a lot of the studios are banking on people just being able to go and see it for pretty much the same price. Doesn't matter where you sit. Yeah. Um, unless, you know, you got like D-Box and you know, if it's Cinemark, but this is AMC we're talking about here. Um, but if they're going to, you know, incorporate this essentially an elitist way of watching a movie. Oh, my God. It's just really, really unfortunate, man. Like, we already have, I mean, theaters, once was it a few years ago, people were like, how much longer would theaters be around? Yeah. It's, you it's, know? It's, and though all of these theaters, because Regal Cinemas is recently filed for bankruptcy not long ago. Arclight is um, gone. Arclight is co- totally gone. I'm still heartbroken about that one. That was, that's a tough um, one. So you really have just AMC or Cinemark to choose from. And if these niggas want to just fuck around with the prices anytime they want to and those are the only two even besides like going to you know some low the one-off cinemas like in certain cities where like okay this is regional or yeah uh, it's only or like, like you know out in la you got like the new beverly new yeah, beverly cl uh, uh, uh the theater yeah um you got you got some of those that also plays current titles but if you're trying to see it in a certain capacity you want to watch it in imax you cannot find you're not seeing that shit at the goddamn new beverly that's Quentin Tarantino's theater. Yeah. He's showing you 35 millimeter. And a lot of movies <laughs> ain't being made in 35 millimeter. So. Exactly. Um, so if but if they if they're going to, you know, insist that people essentially sign up for AMC subs, their uh, stubs, their A-list shit. Yeah. That's kind of what they're trying that's, to that's high key what they're moving towards. Trying to push people to do, like do it on a subscription base. Then you can come and see what, three movies a week, five movies a week or something like that? And get premium pricing on the concessions, like get yeah. like thirty or forty percent off or some shit like that. But I got to pay you twenty five dollars a month, huh? Yeah. On top of other fucking Hulu, Netflix, all of yeah, these niggas. It, it, it all adds up. It all adds up. Take it from a nigga that got a list. It all adds up. 
Um, now I got to pay another twenty five buckaroos to see a movie at a like at or see the movie that I want to see without paying these astronomical prices because they can you know and I'm I'm also speaking in the future because if these do become the only two major chains if if regals and all these places aren't going to be around anymore you don't really have any other options so if they want to be like oh we're going to charge you niggas this you either see it here or you wait till you watch it at home yeah i'm in the so and the crazy thing is with um streaming now like the turnaround time from movie being like in theaters to being out on streaming is like way shorter than when you know you're like buying a dvd or vhs oh 100% you know what i mean so it's almost like mhm to an Go extent, ahead. it's almost like they're punishing those who do enjoy going to the movies. Because now it's like, ah, yeah, no, you so, spot on. So if you want to think about it, that yeah. Way. So if you want to see Barbie and Oppenheimer and you don't have AMC A list, you got to pay almost forty dollars just to see both movies in a day and get a good seat. But that, that's actually probably like forty dollars, and you're probably just getting a regular seat. You know what I mean? Uh, it's probably closer to fifty, almost sixty. Mm-hmm. And you want to get a good seat. So you're punishing the the wrong people, in my opinion. I agree. Because um, once I like I have a list, so this may not be an actual issue for me outside of like you know I'm just competing for seats, which I already am. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I feel like you know I, I I enjoy going to the movie theater and having like the movie theater experience. Like sometimes it's a movie that you enjoy a bit more in a theater than you mm-hmm. would at home. You know? Oh yeah, most most. Most films that I've ever seen, even whenever I'm like, damn, I should have just waited until I watched this at home, I do still know that the theater experience was the was the better experience. Yeah, you, generally it, on it is. Screen, you yeah, know? I'm, I'm watching it the way that it was, it was meant to be watched. Exactly. And especially when it's in a room full of people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's everybody's there to kind of experience everything mm-hmm. all at once. Um, yeah, they 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 got to gotta figure this one out. Um they should probably look if they lower the prices altogether of how much a movie ticket just costs in general. So, like, say the cheap seats, like the cheap seats in the front are like seven bucks, and then like if you want to sit in the middle, now you're paying like twelve, something like that. And then you know the tier under that is like ten or nine or something like that. Mm-hmm. Then I think it works out because now you'll have more people going to the theaters, and like now if you want a better seat, you're paying about what you would in in general to go to mm-hmm. the movies or what you're paying before. But if their prices are all going up, I think that's that's a huge, huge mistake. Yeah. Huge mistake. I, I think so too. And it's it's just gonna lead to more people, you know, either illegally watching it or just wait until it hits streaming or whatever it may be. Yeah. Because they're uh, <laughs> it, which I think is gonna that's that's it's pretty basically much what's more reward in those things than me spending fucking forty dollars in damn middle row. Man. Middle of the row. It's uh, you know in, in in within the sight line or whatever sight line at AMC Man, whatever the fuck yeah but so it's, it's 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 pretty wild but I mean everybody I know you and and most other you know frequent moviegoers I know have one of the two I think AMC is obviously the most popular but I know Love a few AMC people who have the who have the Cinemark has similar like. You pay, I think, like ten dollars or something like twelve dollars a month. Yeah, like, I think, but you don't get as many perks as AMC ones. So. Yeah, I was gonna say, I think with Cinemark, you can't watch like IMAX movies that or movies the right. day they come out. Mm-hmm. AMC or, or XD or XD, yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. XD. Uh, AMC, there's there's like no limits. It's no limits. Exactly. It's like some movies every now and then will come out. Like if it's like super limited, like it's only out for like like a day or two or something mm-hmm. like that. You usually can't watch it on a list, but everything else, it's free, it's fair game. 
completely yeah, fair game. So, but like you know, I guess we we shall wait and see how you know this this rollout or these initiatives that they that they're rolling out rather, um, and see how they fare. But I don't think that I, I think like you, you know, you're punishing the people who actually go to the theaters to see this movie, you know, and if this shit is rolling out now and a lot of those movies that I just announced are anticipated, man. I, bruh. Amen. I, I don't. Amen. Like, like niggas are saying. I don't, I don't like, I don't like it. Yeah. It ain't, it ain't good. They, they, <laughs> I don't I mean, like it at all. So, you know, the, what's ironic is the streaming numbers are going to justify it in the end. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, which some places need sorely. Like, like Disney plus. Oh man. Them niggas lost what two mil subscribers. Mm-hmm. It's tough. That's In a quarter, tough. they said. Now I did read on Hollywood Reporter a deadline or someone who was who was reporting in real time. One of them motherfuckers. What's one of them? Um. Now that that is two point something per their their um subscribers. Not in America. I think it's like in in India, in the Middle East somewhere. Okay. It's not 2.4 million people in North America or any other international place outside of it's got to be India. Okay. I think it's India. All right. All right. Because it gained close to 2 million in just pure Disney Plus subscribers. That's not bad. Just that. But with the other, was it Hot Star or something like that? I believe it's what it It still uses a Disney Plus name. It's still a part. So. They lost it subscribers looks, on that. Yeah. It look it looks bad. And I mean, you so know, it just, it just doesn't look good. Even it, but when, but when you look at the specifics, I can't remember which article it was. Um, it's like, oh, okay, but still, damn. Yeah, it's, it's still <laughs> it's just still not not a good look, especially for for a streaming service that has um as much like IP has and all this shit. A, gee, yeah, a, a rich fucking library. Um, one of the best. I mean, the only other library that might rival it is was Warner. Yeah, funnily <laughs> enough. Uh <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, I mean that that's that's almost what. So this whole AMC thing, I think, is gonna push a lot more people to. They'll they'll probably see those subscribers and then some. Oh, you ain't lying. Disney Plus might see a huge increase. Yeah, and in, 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 in the old good people over at Netflix, you know, they need some scrub subs too because they lost a lot. Was it whatever quarter last year they lost like they the lost most? A they lot, bro. Like them niggas, them niggas. It's been. A, they, I I don't know how they'll ever like bounce back 10 million subscribers they lost in one it was ridiculous <sighs> numbers they've never seen before yeah. but like you just said if these initiatives that amc is rolling out if they actually become like widespread and they're not like something that they're just testing it's like okay never mind if it's something even if the tests don't go well and they like fuck it we putting it in there yeah. regardless if you like it or not well Hey, Streamers, <laughs> yeah, they're they gonna run it the fuck they up. They're gonna stream, they're gonna be like, damn, I wouldn't mind going to see that tonight, but I also want to pay $35. So I'm, I'm, on, I'm on Hulu tonight, I'm on Bruh. Showtime, I'm on or HBO Max, HBO et cetera. Max. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nah, them, them niggas gonna get it. They're gonna get it. Speaking of um, HBO Max, though, mm-hmm. uh, I heard WBD is they're keeping Discovery Plus separate. We're not gonna shit on these niggas, we're not gonna shit on them. Uh huh. Yeah, they, I saw they, the, they, that's they, actually not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. That's a, that's a good call. That's actually a great, great idea. They've actually been kind of on a roll. I ain't gonna hold you. They've made a. They've made a. Yeah, because they 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 said that, and then they also had like the DC uh, announcements. I don't mm-hmm. know if you peeped that. 
Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know that they had some some shit rolled out. Um, I did see some of the titles that they're currently like working on or going to start working on. Um, yeah. Well, but yeah, dive in, dive into that a, a little bit more. So, um, they announced that they're going to kind of keep the DCU, and then they're going to kind of have like Elseworlds type mm-hmm. of thing going on. But they're going to go like the Star Wars route, where all all content, all their media stuff is connected. So. Uh, with the exception of um, comic books. So the films, TV shows, um, video games, cartoons, anything that comes out within the DCU realm is going to all kind of be connected. Uh, and then anything that isn't is going to be specifically labeled as like Elseworlds or like, you know, not directly connected to like the overall DC thing, which I'm like, this, this is actually a pretty good idea. You know what I mean? Good way to kind of get back on like, Kind of get your footing back after a few years of like some false starts. Uh, it doesn't get started proper until I think next year, maybe the year after. Okay. But uh, yeah, I mean, how you like, feeling? You feeling confident about um about uh, James Gunn's the the direction they're going so like to start for the new the, the his phase or phases of DC? uh you know I am um, I, I did I, I read that. You know, he he tried to clear it up like we didn't fire Henry. Yeah, he just wasn't hired. He, he just wasn't hired. That and which you know, there's no good way to say it. <laughs> uh, but you know, they hired James Gunn to do a job, and like within what he thought could, within the realm of what he thought could be successful for him doing his job, Henry Cavill just didn't fit it. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know, I mean, better better they 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 tell this nigga now than like you know wait till. They announced a movie and then they're like, oh, yeah, Henry Cavill, by the way, you're not hired. You're nigga. not fucking Clark Kent. You're not Superman. Sorry. Forgot to tell you. Went to tell you six months ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I I respect him for that. I'm, I'm, I know he's writing the Superman movie, which is interesting because he wrote a movie that was like kind of a similar concept to Superman. Mm. Uh, that was like a rated R almost horror movie or whatever. But um, James Gunn has a really good understanding of like, comics how to adapt comics into like um films and so i'm excited to see like where this goes Mm -hmm. what i am interested to see is like how they so one thing about star wars that i kind of don't like is that sometimes you feel like you have to watch everything to make shit make sense Mm -hmm. so and read comics and shit like it's just so much shit that's like okay i I can't keep up with all of this just realistically Mm -hmm. i just can't keep up with all this so I'm interested to see... You said Star Wars? Yeah, Star Wars. Like So, Star Wars, their whole timeline is all interconnected. If you buy a video yeah. game, it's connected yes. to like, the films. If you pick up a comic book, it's connected to like the films and the TV mm-hmm. shows. Everything. Okay. like Literally everything. All media coming out of Star Wars. So... Okay. There's times I'm watching like a Star Wars movie and like, you know, people are like on the internet talking about Easter egg. Like, oh, this costume is from this video game that came out 12 years ago. On this one level that if you played it, you would have seen yeah. like this one character. And it's like, all right. Like <laughs> so I I, yeah. I don't I don't want to s- I I'm interested to see how how DC how DC handles that because that's a that that's that's a bit of a tough ask for like just a regular regular people. Yeah. Uh to- luckily, you know, they do have such a, you know, our, we we talk we love to talk about IP on here clearly. Um they have the IP. It's just how will they leverage this IP into being more profitable for Warner Brothers Discovery. I do think that, um, you know, one, James Gunn was an, 
it was not, I guess for some people they won't say that, but it felt like a pretty interesting hire to me, especially, you know, he was already fucking directing uh, Marvel films or Gar- the Guardians films, which is what he still has volume three out. He still has volume three coming out in uh, May. Right. Yeah. Another summer release that AMC might fuck up. But, um, hey, <laughs> um, you know, whatever. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it in the yeah. summer. But I do think. Um, I liked I've liked his in his direction with how he directed those comic book films. So I do think, you know, his direction or even, you know, him not bringing Henry uh, Cavill back and, you know, other people who won't be returning to, you know, D.C. besides like Viola Davis. She's back. Yeah, Viola Davis is coming back. Because you don't fire. Let's just make that clear. Very much so clear. Uh, You don't fire Viola. There's no reason to. You don't do that, and he made fucking right call with that one. Um, so I do. I, I like his direction. I I think you know he is what DC. Um, even though who was before um fucking James Gunn? What was his name? Zack Snyder. It was pretty much Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder hasn't really kind been of. a part of. Yeah, Zack Snyder hasn't really been a part of it since I would say 2017. Yeah, because that was when he kind of left the Justice League movie, and then they mm-hmm. kind of had rotating people in that sort of role of like running the whole dcu um like you know snyder's films or whatever um or they what they call because i I know niggas on twitter was like bring the spider uh, the the snyder verse they want them they want them to sell it to netflix Netflix. which i i'm i'm kind of against but uh, i'm actually not against that the only reason i'm against it is the, the Zack snyder's movies are decent um but i feel like because he wasn't able to tell the story the way he wants to tell it i'm, I'm kind of like now let's just put it to bed like it's, it's at this point it's it's a little you. you know what i mean like it's, I get it's, you. it's it's a little too late like we may as well I just see out what uh see james what, Gunn is what doing james, you know and, and 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 exactly and i and i'll finish i like the direction that i've seen um i guess him go in past films that i watched because that's that's really the only direction that i know mm. you know i know the films that he's directed so him being the head of DC, I'm interested to see how his just vision of how he's, you know, usually used to directing the film, how can he bring this one vision to an entire, like, not just the Guardians, but to every fucking bit yeah. of IP. Every, every. DC, every single, not not just one project. You're yeah. going to be involved in all of this shit and is several different projects, like the overall overarching, like sort of story yeah. that's going on. I'm, you know so, what? I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested. I'm interested. I'll say he. Uh, I've he, liked. I've like of Guardians film. I like. I've liked them both. Yeah. Uh, like Suicide really Squad them. was good. Suicide Squad was was good. Um, um, Peacemaker um, was good. Oh, I love Peacemaker. Um, yeah. yeah. So so yeah. So it, his direction already, you know, shows and movies. You know, I've I've been a fan of something. Mean, yeah, I, I think he got what it takes, man. Shit, I, I, DC need they need somebody to come in and <laughs> and fucking save these niggas, yeah. bro. Because they're they're down bad right yeah, now. Yeah, they're down bad, bro. They're they're down bad. He he, the he might be successful. The DC it. films are usually the ones those those one off DC ones, huh? Yeah, that's just why they they kept it. They then they they're labeling it specifically now as like Elseworld, so you don't you know feel too. So you're not like, oh, why the fuck isn't Bobby Pattison in this new Superman movie? Or why isn't uh, Joaquin Phoenix playing the Joker in this other film? Mm-hmm. Uh, it just makes sense that some of these things just aren't interconnected. And he also said that he's not they're not going to pull the Marvel thing where they fucking uh, put, put a green light movies, give it a date, and don't have a, a script. 
don't have a director, don't have an actor. He said they're not going to even announce it. They're not even going to announce the project until they at least have a script going. Um, I so love that. Yeah, so, I love so, that. Yeah, he's, he's taking a really good, really sort of creative... Uh, yeah, per, uh, creative. Yeah, first uh, approach, which I think you know, which is needed in Hollywood. You know, you got yes. fucking uh, 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 Bob Iger recently said that. That's kind of in in the article from the him how he wants to how he's re envisioning or re trying to re get Disney back to fucking together. Shit, I'm high as a bitch. But <laughs> listen, that's kind of where a lot of executives in Hollywood are going. You know, I just brought up him because you brought you you touched on the point of putting the power back in the hands of the creator not just you know motherfuckers you know footing the bill yeah which i mean and you know uh going back last week we was talking about uh, m night Shyamalan financing his own stuff yeah oh yeah and this is why a lot of directors would do it because um or a lot of filmmakers would do it because they they don't get to make what they want to make they're Mm -hmm. always kind of forced to make this Mm -hmm. or kind of forced to put certain things in that might not necessarily work for the story, mm-hmm. um, might not make sense for the story, um, and they're not really taking the people that are actually going to watch this, mm-hmm. their their sensibilities or, like, you know, that into account when you're making these movies. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm glad Bob Iger said it. I'm glad James Gunn said it. Uh, hopefully that's, we kind of see that yeah. being ushered in in the future. I think I think that's kind of been the way it is for, for some studios, but I think, you know, whenever you... When you have been so successful for so long, like like Disney and Warner, you know sometimes you just need like a like a. Unfortunately, all all businesses, not just entertainment, but anyone, you know, you have those rough patches. But once you get over that rough patch, it's like you it's like you right back on top, like you never left. Exactly. You know. No, and, I, and, I agree. and you're right back in good graces with everyone because like, you're already you were already so used to seeing them atop of of everything. Yeah. So so it's like you need so, to um so we we want to see you get back there but we're not going to accept any bullshit for you to get back yeah, there. You know what I mean? I'm not just going to take anything. Exactly. You know? Um and I think so I'll say Universal they mm-hmm. they kind of saw I I and you know they had the fast series so I'm not sure I'm not sure what occurred I feel like in like the last decade to make them kind of just be like no nah, let's just double down on original concepts yeah. and fucking just uh, pretty much original concepts and just try to f- give filmmakers the opportunity to make some really cool shit. Yeah, just um, do fucking have fun. Yeah, because yeah. uh, there's there's a lot of shit that they've been a part of, whether it's just distributing or like producing and bringing have, together. Um, a lot of time, like uh, both the Daniels and both the Daniels, uh, Jordan Peele and Chris Nolan all went to Universal on some deals because they were like, Y'all let me do what the fuck I want. So yeah. why the fuck not? Why did why why does Jason Bloom usually pair mostly with with yeah. Universal? Yeah, he does actually. He does. That mm-hmm. was just how uh, they ended up getting Jordan Peele because after he did Get Out, you know what I mean? It was like okay, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm not I'm not sure what you occurred. You said M Night too, right? M Night, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm not sure what occurred in um the last the last ten years or so to make them like this. But I feel like more studios should be approaching oh, filmmaking 100%, 100%. like that. Like yeah. you know what I mean? I, I yep. more big studios, big studios, yeah. Because a lot of big little studios, studios yes. definitely uh, approach filmmaking like that. But uh, um, talking about majors, yes, majors, more majors need to approach filmmaking like that. I I, I think a lot there'll be better stuff kind of coming out if if, if they do because they already got the IP. It's there. You know what I mean? It's already there. Look, seeing remakes and reboots and all that stuff. 
yeah, we all get tired of those. We all get fatigued by those at, you know, at, at some point. But when it's done really, really, really well, th- that fatigue don't matter because we also just watched a really good yeah. film. Yeah, so really um, good, you know? Andor. That's mm-hmm. a show on Disney Plus that's really good. And it's said in like the Star Wars universe. Yeah. There's things that, you know, you could probably watch or see before it and even after that'll make the show in context a look mm-hmm. maybe a little bit better. But just as a standalone, like twelve episodes, it's just a really good show. Like mm-hmm. if you put that on and don't even tell somebody that's like a part of the Star Wars universe, they'll be like, This is just a good sci fi show. Oh, okay. Um and I, I feel like there there needs to be more stuff like that. There needs to be more stuff like where you're kind of mining this IP from these bigger studios, mm-hmm. but it's it's just presented in a way that's new, it's fresh. It's new, you and know fresh. what I mean? Like I mm-hmm. more more still, studios, it, it, and and you can be new and fresh and still consistent too. Like all that's all very of those true. Things. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. It it is tough though because you know I I shit on Netflix a lot, but to give them credit, they put out a lot of creative uh, original stuff. Uh, you know they don't have any IP to mine from. Um, some of the stuff is great. Some of the stuff some is stuff like. Not. Yeah, some of the stuff's not. So to 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 put it out and be consistent, you almost, you got to be it's almost like you're shooting 150 times to make 50. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it it it's it, it's tough. So so I I I won't I won't take anything away from studios for not being able to do that cuz that's yeah, that's it's tough. Not, it's not no easy feat. But I I do agree with you. Cuz you got some to, yeah. There's some harsh critics out here too, like just not not just you and I sitting here recording at better sounds. Yeah. Um, you just hey man, look. Whenever you put the power back in the hands of the creator, you also kind. I mean, the power has always been in the hand of the consumer. We are the ones who make this shit happen. That's very we true. Go watch the film. Yeah. But if you give us a good story leading into it, like, ooh, this, like, you can, man, you can, just like anything with any job that you do, you can tell when someone is putting, like, they're all yeah. into it or when they're just half-assing because they they just have to do, it has to be done this way. They're like, they're, you know, they're, they're just like, a whatever. worker. You know what I mean? They're just you, doing whatever can, the fuck they ask. And you can, sit in, 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 a, in a good film, you can simply tell that by who do you get to play these roles? Who do you get to write these? Like when you put people, you put these pieces of the puzzle together, you've already sold it to the consumer before they even left their house. It's like, yeah. oh shit, goddamn, so and so's in this. Oh, and he writ, he wrote it, and he yeah. directed. Yeah, it's it's you like put it back in, and I agree. And to even that point, mm-hmm. it doesn't even necessarily have to be big names. Sometimes it, it doesn't. Be, it, it doesn't. Sometimes it, it doesn't. could be that the film just happens to come on your radar. You watch it and then True. you go look at who's into it and you're like, oh, okay, like this person's right. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this only really happens when you put the power kind of back into back in, That's it. You know what I mean? You give it back to the creators. Same you give again. them, you give them the opportunity. Because you know, a lot, there's you know, uh, Thor, the first Thor movies, a Kenneth Branagh mm-hmm. film. I've seen other Kenneth Branagh movies and every other one, I'm like, this is great. Like, I don't know how the fuck you did Thor. There's no reason for you to have done mm-hmm. Thor because I was like, that's that's not. You know, that's not it. Versus uh, Iron Man 3, directed by Shane Black. That You watch the movie, and even though it's a Marvel movie, it feels more like a Shane Black movie mm-hmm. than like a regular Marvel movie. Um, so I you, kind of been feeling that. I, I don't, correct me. I mean, you out there in listener land, I don't know what I've been calling these people. Now it's listener land, apparently. Whatever. I actually kind of like that. I'm not mad at I'm it. I'm not mad at that. Yeah, um, I wasn't going to stop you. I kind of feel that way about both Black Panthers. I know that they're Marvel films. Yeah. Like, duh. But I do feel like 
Ryan Coogler has his uh, the 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 vision that he and everyone involved in the film because obviously this is a team thing you got to have all of the pieces together oh, yeah but the vision that he's in, that you know he's had for how Black Panther films are done even the most recent one or kind of forever um, like. Yes, it's a spectacle because it's a Marvel film, but it still feels like a just like, oh, okay, this is, but this is his film style. You yeah. Can, it's all over the film. It doesn't look like he was trying to make something for someone else because exactly. they told him, like, it needs to look this way. It looked like it was his film. Everyone else was like, oh, wow, okay, we love the vision. Let's expound this. Yeah. Like, let's, like, just, I guess, you know, giving him more ideas to expound upon because you have this huge, you have fucking Black Panther. You have yeah. all this shit that you can you have at your leisure. So I do think both of those films, he's you know he's done a, a great job of still keeping them pretty authentic to his own directing style, his own storytelling. Like, yeah, I, I, I he's in that. Yeah, of course he also co-wrote them too. So duh. he co yeah. So it's probably um, there's definitely a little bit easier to execute a vision that you just wrote, which you know, but, funny but enough, goes, James Gunn uh, does, and I feel like he was able to. You could say the exact same thing about the first two Guardians movie yeah. about James Gunn. Uh, so yeah, he co-wrote I, I, them too, right? Yeah, do he? Yeah, yeah, or he pretty, did he write or solely write them? Because I know Peel is like one of those people who he writes it all and he'll direct it all. Yeah, um, I think actually with both of them, they wrote versions of the script completely by themselves. James Gunn, I think he writes everything by himself. Mm-hmm. But I know with Ryan Coogler, I believe he uh, he he writes it and then he gets a co-writer involved and they just kind of go back and forth after that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's, that sounds that sounds about right. Yeah, I, that sounds about right. Either way though. Absolutely, Ryan Coogler. Yeah. I, I definitely feel like you—you you definitely see a, a very distinct can, very style. Very distinct, absolutely. You know what I mean? That was brought on to like this right, sort of big IP that mm-hmm. you don't—you um, don't always necessarily get to see. Um, absolutely, especially in that Marvel franchise, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of filmmakers that I feel like don't get a chance to execute whatever vision that they—they they mm-hmm. probably wanted to execute. Yeah, uh, Marvel, so, yeah. but. It goes back to your point, which leads back to our original point. Absolutely. Putting the fucking power right back in the hands of the creators. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And DC seems to be, I, I like the direction they're going. And, you know, we were talking about Coogler. Fucking Wakanda Forever, like, goddamn, had the biggest streaming premiere on Disney+. Plus. That makes so, sense. So, like, yes, the IP sells that, Sure. You know, of course, Tarantino and them out there, like, that's what people yeah. want to see. But, man, people are also going to see a really, like, well-told story. Yeah. A great movie overall. With great actors. Great writing. Yeah. Great visuals. All of that. And, and you know, because obviously he brought the team together. But um, definitely because he has his also... In bringing the team together, he's able to to envision. He's able to enact his uh his unique vision mm-hmm. of what this world looks like. Yeah, because uh, oh, that's that's key. Because even to your point, bro, like, mm-hmm. all right, yeah, this Black Panthers within the MCU, the Marvel franchise, etc. Like, it's it's a well known IP. Mm-hmm. Black Panther comics did not sell very well. Talk, talk you about know it. What I mean, I remember after talk Civil War came out, and I was like, okay, Ta-Nehisi Coates. I was like, he's writing the Black Panther comic. Uh, I'm gonna go see Black Panther this particular day, and then I'm the next free day I have after I see Black Panther, mm-hmm. which is um, or I'm sorry, after I see Civil War, 
which is uh, was National Comic Day. It's like, I'm going to go get a couple Black Panther comics when I get there. Bro, all these motherfucking comics are sold out in the middle of this white-ass comic mm. store. And I feel like I remember you mentioning this. Bro, and it, and, it's, and that surprised the fuck out of me because I was like, yeah. I remember when you walk into a comic store and they got it. Stacked. They got the whole stack of every Black Panther comic ever. You know what I mean? Mm. And like, you could just, 50 cents a comic type shit. And like, now you can't even get one written by Ta-Nehisi Coates of all people. Like, Oh, boy. Yeah, so that let me know, like, okay, like, Within the franchise, of course, there's some it, people kind of are aware of them after that. Absolutely, but like it's not like the comics sold out after. So, what Ryan Coogler was able to do mm-hmm. in that with Black Panther, it's almost it's almost like his name is selling it now. Like with with the first one, you might have went to go see it because you're like excited about the oh yeah Black Panthers what's mm-hmm. it called. But after you saw the first one, you're like, we just want to see the next Ryan Coogler movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Black Panther two. Yeah, cool. You we know like what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think that that certainly contributes to um, how successful it is, and mm-hmm. why it, it so many people gravitated towards it uh, on Disney Plus. Because, I mean, like you said earlier, bro, it was a great fucking movie. I mean, it was that's a, just, like hands down. That's just yeah, what it was. You, you know, know, great movie that you know dealt with a lot of really hard things and didn't mm-hmm. really stray away from uh, Ryan Coogler's signature style. Exactly of of making making movies that. If he was sitting in an audience as a nigga, yeah, watching, these yeah. would be all the things that he's like. Why the fuck this is? You know, why the fuck these niggas ain't do this? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like every everybody in all his movies always make the exact decision. I'm assuming the nigga would make. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> Ryan with the fact that they let this man make two Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two Marvel movies. One of which where where a nigga. Um, a nigga went and stole some African artifacts and started yeah. beating people's ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that shit. Yeah, <laughs> man, look that that that. I'm that, now I'm I'm thinking back. That first Black Panther film was just That's such a fire movie. It was bro. Just fire, bro. Everything about it, bro. Yeah, everything about it. And he and yo everybody on on that film fucking put their like foot I'm just that. right now in right now live. It better sounds. I'm just yeah. like, damn, better like not well, that was, better sounds. Yeah. Black Panther was just Yeah. It was really one of those films. Bruh. It was. Every, bruh. Wakanda Forever too, because one, we all were interested to see how this 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 franchise was gonna continue, of course, without Chadwick Boseman. Of course. And we got exactly what, you know, a lot of people, not everybody, but a lot of people wanted. Oh, yeah. Um and um but that first one, man, God. That first one, bro. Just such a such a such yeah. a great movie, bro. Such a great movie, like and, and, through and through. Yeah, and it just <laughs> just a really. Um, what's funny is like, yeah, the second one dealt with like some real he- kind of heavy themes, but the first one also kind of dealt with some, like real heavy. Absolutely, themes, he's you know? still dealing with grief. Yeah, he's still like dealing the, with grief, the, but like, it, uh, uh, still just trying to stay under the the radar of uh, fucking colonizers, colonial. Bruh, it yeah, it it's. Just a, a heavy movie, yeah. You know it's what I'm just saying? A lot of yeah, it's a, a lot, lot of, of things shit. in there sprinkled in. Yeah, that's like you know that I feel like in Wakanda Forever, some of those those themes that were already introduced in the first one, they were just able, you were able to expound upon them in the exactly, second one. exactly. You know what I mean? Like they were able to. Uh, so they they kind of talked America about it could being terrible in the first one. Yeah, and this one's like even worse. They said with this one, um, it's a bit also um, in that whole America thing. Mm-hmm. It's about you know you kind of turning these two pretty much blacks and browns almost against each other, and and the 
the Browns are looking at, you know, the, well, I shouldn't say the Browns, I'm sorry, the Talocons are looking at the Wakandans. Yeah, right. He's about, to, this is about, about to, to get us canceled. Yeah, this is about to be Fox <laughs> News real <laughs> quick. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> a little bit of Dr. Umar. Yeah, you should have turned into the goddamn uh, Jason Whitlock. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they have the Talakans and and the uh, the Talakans are looking at the Wakandas and it's like, oh, you were able to essentially you didn't immigrate somewhere, mm-hmm. like you weren't running from something, and it had to kind of change your appearance right. to fit into a whole new place. Like you were able to stay in your homes, um, and just that sort of being the message mm-hmm. there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Compared to like the first one where the message was almost, um, you know, hey, bro, you really left your people and uh, just kept it pushing. Yeah. Uh, which you know that that's something. With Oakland, Michael Michael B. Jordan from Oakland. Oakland, Michael B. Jordan, Oakland, who went to Michael MIT. Yeah, went to MIT, bro. Didn't do. He only did like four illegal things in like the whole movie. Everything else, he's like, yeah. If he would have, he just didn't chuck all the women out and and try to take over the whole nation. Yeah, you'd actually burning all of the heart shaped herb. All bro, that's that's a. Different type of nigga. Yeah, he bro. was a devious nigga, man. Different type of nigga. Ironically trained by the American government. He was government. diabolical, huh? I said ironically, ironically trained, by, trained the Ameri- by the American government. Yeah, trained by the American government. Because that nigga Ross immediately said, "That's one of our people." <laughs> but no, nah, man, Ryan Cougar. Yeah, he took he took care he took care of business with that first one. But he did. you know to to segue with our last or one of our last um, things on this topic right here. Um... Warner sometimes, or Warner Brothers Discovery sometimes, you know, I feel like the IP that they, whenever they're trying to put the power back in the creator's hands, sometimes they, they probably shouldn't, though, because we got to deal with another Magic Mike. Oh, my God. I forgot we now, were talking about this. I'm never going to go see Magic Mike 3. I haven't seen any of the other uh, yeah, Magic Yeah, I, I missed the other Magic Mike. Um, my question is, though, for you. Is this the movie that's going to save Warner Brothers? <laughs> is that a real question? <laughs> what? <laughs> Man, they better off putting Black Adam back oh, in theaters, bro. <laughs> or running Don't Worry Darling back. <laughs> Like just put him back in theaters. If, if hey, you, man. if you think Matt and yo look, I know the Magic Mike is a that's that's an IP that people know about. Um Yes. I'll say this is originally supposed to be an HBO Max movie, so let's 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 kind of start there as well. So we already off. That's all. We're already <laughs> off on the wrong foot. Go ahead. We're already off on the wrong foot. But then you get back on the right foot when you remember. Okay, this this is actual IP. You know what I mean? The other movies are somewhat successful. Um, it kind of ends there though. I don't. I don't. If they're if they're looking at, at this one to save them, look. If they're looking at this one to save them, they got a better chance of setting up a camera and better sounds, yeah. and then just streaming us live in every theater in yeah. AMC. You you might get a few more you people might get buying a few tickets. More bucks. You ain't lying. You you not you lying might, at all. You might. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I'm not well, good at math. It's already riding on Rotten Tomatoes out of I think 44 reviews so far. It's not out yet, but out of the 44 people that reviewed it, so these niggas these niggas hated it so much. They said this shit ain't out. But I, it's a few niggas. It's, it's mo, most most of the of the critics are like. Should have been on HBO Max, oh like House Party, God. like other films that oh should have gone to streaming, or those films that shouldn't have gone to streaming into the theaters. Pray, but whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Now, WBD, you know what I mean. Thank God, thank God they got James Gunn. Let me say that. Hey, <laughs> hey, yeah. Let yeah, me say need that. Him. They gonna they gonna need him. They gonna need him. They gonna be like Stephen A. Smith on ESPN. <laughs> Man, you know what? Uh, speaking of on, why is it always that every time we trying to segue off off of their IP, 
we get pulled right back in um, because I was scrolling on Tubi a few days ago. Okay. Lovecraft Country is on there. <laughs> whole seat, whole seat, the whole one only the season. whole series, whole series. Yeah. Oh my god, it's on there. Uh, I think it's some mean, other ones on there too. I haven't. I didn't. I didn't keep scrolling. I'm I mean, like, that's that's not bad. I mean, the, the so more people. More people that probably more people are gonna watch the show now, obviously, because it's free. But I think the kind of people that don't necessarily have HBO and like just wouldn't have watched this shit in a general sense, them discovering the show is gonna kind of make it a bit more popular. Mm-hmm. Like t- three years after it's off air, yeah. When yeah, ain't no more episodes being filmed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, by the nature of the show, they can come back for a random second season. But I, I yeah, don't, I don't see that one happening. I don't, but. I don't know about that. They come back on Tubi. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, there are a lot of things that we don't see happening. Like, I didn't see Sony goddamn green lighting a sequel to I Know What You Did Last Summer when it, there's already a sequel that exists. The straight to DVD, though, right? No, hell no. Jennifer Love Hewitt and all them was oh, right so back I in I still theaters. know what you did. That's what Yeah, that was I still know what you did with yeah. Brandy and Jennifer Love Hewitt and all yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's literally a sequel to the first one. So what is skipping this a the sequel? second one? It's got to, yeah, it must just be retcon and that, that oh one. And you there is it. another one that came out, but I think that was straight to that's a straight, straight to, to the bin. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's that's at the that's at DD's right now. You can go to Big Lots yeah. and get that. <laughs> that's probably on TV. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I don't know why. I mean, I I don't really know why a lot of people do things that they do. I don't really try to figure it out either because I'm gonna be like, yeah, we we gonna be here for what? much longer than than we prefer to be. There's already a direct sequel. Why are you coming out with another sequel? I mean, it's it's. I want to actually say you're gonna hate that I say this, but I want to say it might be Halloween's fault. Oh them, shit! That, that, you ain't lying. That recent one that came out, you're them skipping, lying. yeah, them skipping off everything and just kind of they started a whole new franchise. Made a no that that's pretty that's pretty spot on because Halloween 2018 is a sequel to Halloween 1978, even though there is already a sequel. There's hella sequels. There's a direct sequel. <laughs> like that or the night of of yeah. all of the stuff. It's like uh, it was in 2018 or whenever it was announced pre uh, before, I was asking the same questions. I'm like there's already a Halloween too. Though. Yeah. It came out in like 1980, like uh, 2 years after the original one. Like still relatively, you know, yeah. right on time in terms of when sequels come out. Yeah. Why are you niggas coming out with another one of these? A Bro. sequel that ain't nobody at. Listen, I'm just going to tell y'all. I love a slasher film, but man, look, we don't need to keep seeing these shits getting rebooted and remade, especially when they were just subpar. To, well, I guess I, I. No, I feel like it was subpar to begin with. That's, yeah. that's good enough reason yeah. to remake it. I bet, if yeah, it's, if exactly. It's a, there it is. Yeah, it's a classic. Because when I when I heard myself, I'm like, well, but if it was subpar, nah, I, I guess was, you should yeah, get a chance to remake bro, it. If it's trash, I I would, I, I would say remake it. Um, I mean, the first the first two of this of this film series, I didn't hate them. I think I'm was more more into screams films. Yeah, and over all um, of them, over, yeah, for sure. So I didn't really give it an honest chance around the time when I was younger. Yeah. But I've rewatched them since and as an adult, like actually seeking these films and like, oh, I want to watch these. Yeah. And I don't really like them that much. <laughs> so. <laughs> so this shit is still mid, nigga. This so <laughs> whatever. Maybe it's still my bias and I'm by that I'm carrying from when I was younger. But I'm like, mm, no, because I can even acknowledge when there are bad screams or Halloweens and shit. Of course. So. 
didn't really ask for this, but what, what, we I don't mean, ask for any of this. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, it comes out and then niggas either watch or niggas I'm, don't. And, and, and guess what? I'm going to be seated right in maybe AMC if these niggas ain't price uh, me out of that bitch. Um, <laughs> niggas say, because they ain't sitting in the front. I am not. I will. I will not. But I, I think you know you you have one more thing that you you wanted to get into. Oh yeah, the new uh, Damon Wayne's and Damon Wayne's Junior show. Oh yeah, so I think this is like CBS is like they haven't had an original pilot. Like was it something historical going on with this one, right? Yeah, because this is. I mean, well, this is their their first black pilot in a minute, right? Yeah, I think that I think that might be the case. Yeah, because I, I mean I don't see it in this particular article, but uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's their actually first black pilot in a minute. Uh, also, I mean, it might not be historical, but having a father and son both kind of like right and um, and are they father and son on the show too? Uh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 it's yeah. Be, yeah. It's and it's be gonna, one of those. Yeah, so it's gonna be. I mean, both the producing, both mm-hmm. you know, wrote it. Both are kind of the creators behind the show, pitched it, and all that. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited. You know CBS, I mean? huh? Yeah, CBS. Okay. Uh, they ordered the pilot, so you know, maybe we'll see a show soon. Who knows? Okay. Uh, I think um, it'll it'll be interesting to see how long this one lasts because um, her Damon Wayne's junior or Damon Wayne's senior. I'm sorry, it's kind of hard to work with. Apparently, mm, I heard that from when he was on Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Heard that he's on Lethal Weapon. And I actually, I've, I've heard or seen it kind of before. It seemed like he's kind of intense. Just mm. an intense person. Oh, and on My Wife and Kids too, I think. Yeah, My Wife and Kids. Uh, even... Uh, like films? Yeah, The Last Boy Scout. He's in The Last Boy Scout with Bruce mm-hmm. Willis. But both of them is hard to work with, apparently. Yeah, so that was that was just like, uh, they apparently hated each other. Um, but yeah, I mean, I... Sorry, the real Hollywood reporter, ladies and gentlemen. He yeah. is... <laughs> It's actually been him the whole time. <laughs> um, damn, no, I, didn't, I actually don't think I knew that about Damon Wayans. Yeah, no, nah, apparently, apparently it's tough. Apparently it's tough. Uh, but I feel like you hear that about a lot of comedians. Yeah, you know, about I don't know if you have ever seen. There's a Conan or a Conan O'Brien. I know now we now we're just going way off on tangents, but whatever. Uh, there was a Conan O'Brien documentary uh, shortly after. He lost a late night job or whatever um, mm-hmm. to Jay Leno. Yeah. And it's just about him going from that job to the TBS one. But like, as funny as he is, you watch the documentary and like, you just see how he kind of treats his assistant, how he like, he's, she's almost always the butt of his jokes and stuff. And you're just like, you're kind of a dickhead, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's some truth here. Yeah. You, you know, know what I mean? He's not just jokes. Like, yeah. He means some of this stuff too. Yeah. And then it, it also puts. So same thing with Damon Wayans, but it also kind of puts every, all the other comedy kind of in a different light. You know what I'm saying? I remember there was an episode of New Girl where Damon Wayans played uh, his son's father in the show because his son's in the show. Mm-hmm. But he's kind of like a stricter kind of person. And it was a bit like, hmm, no, what I know mm-hmm. about you, Damon. I wonder how true some of this shit is. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. That, <laughs> no, that's usually the case. I mean, I, I, I didn't even know that about But, I mean, you just nailed it. A lot of comedians, a lot of actors, a lot of everyone in Hollywood can be difficult to work with. Hollywood is, is, yes. is, is just a difficult industry to be a part of, either directly or indirectly. So Yeah, it, it definitely is. That sounds uh, all right. But, definitely is. I mean, we going we gonna to keep covering the shit because that's what we be doing on this big bitch. Absolutely. It's what you guys um, pay us to do. But hey, as always, we appreciate the support for Absolutely. listening to us rant and rave about 
shit that we ain't got a whole lot of say so with. But at all, niggas is gonna hear us. They are. They are. They gonna get to stealing our ideas at some point. One of it, these ideas that we done gave away. I was about to say that's why I, I haven't given away an idea. I'm, in a minute. I've been I'm trying happy. not to give away none. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I got a few. I'm like, damn, that would yeah. be fire. I'm, I'm, but I'm, um. <laughs> All this shit I was talking about IPs. I gave away a few IP ideas earlier. You kind of did, yeah. That I, I, yo, yeah. I'd be upset if you stole it. I want some credit if you stole it. But if that I, happened, that's we got a you on ones. We got us on wax though. Oh yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. Oh, speaking of, you know what I'm saying? Them wins don't come and beat my ass. You know what I mean? I'm just talking about yeah. what I heard. This, <laughs> yeah, this is all alleged. <laughs> This is all a thousand percent alleged. I think I met Damon Wayans once and he was cool. So okay. I, I'll say that. I, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I, I went at an old job, you uh-huh. know, what I mean, that we worked at or whatever. But uh, I'm pretty sure I met him and he, he was like a he was just regular dude. You know what I mean? It wasn't wasn't weird. It wasn't like we sat and talked for a minute. But he's he's regular dude. He didn't yeah. treat me crazy, nothing. I've I've so, yeah. I've had encounters with 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 folks in Black Hollywood in my years of being out here, and some have been good and some have been not so good. So. Yeah. That's just how it is in general. But yeah, we appreciate y'all listening to niggas talk about shit. We appreciate, um, hopefully y'all niggas is about to go out there and... And, you know, have a great rest of y'all, y'all evening. Yeah. Like you said, we appreciate y'all for listening. Um, we Y'all can find me at Dini Bus on Instagram. Uh, yeah, Dini Bus on IG. On everywhere, probably too, right? Everywhere. If Twitter's still around by the time this episode comes out, y'all can maybe find me there. We don't know what's happening with yeah. the goddamn burger. Uh, you know, all the other links is in a bio, Letterboxd, Links in the bio, TikTok, niggas is on, on Letterbox. all of that shit. Y'all niggas know where to find me at around this big bitch. Um, this is niggas watching. This has been episode 29. 29. Knife. You know what to do. Take us out. Whoop! Niggas saw it. Now niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching, niggas saw it, now niggas talking, welcome to niggas watching, niggas saw it, now niggas talking, welcome to Just watch. Just watch.